The arts can be key to an individual's development and the health of a city. I'm Keith. And I'm Riss. On this Akron Mirror, we are looking into free, innovative local programs that bring fine art to our community. We are here with Courtney Cable, the creative director of Curated Storefront, and Caitlin Evans, the manager of public engagement at the Akron Art Museum. Courtney, what is Curated Storefront? Sure. So hello. Pleasure to be here. What is Curated Storefront? So we're a nonprofit arts organization, and we've been operating for six, going on seven years now. Our main focus is we are working to transform downtown Akron into an urban destination through the arts. Basically, we're working to install engaging, high-quality art displays in the vacant and underutilized spaces in downtown Akron with the intent of economic development and general uplifting of the environment in downtown. And we want to draw more people to town, and we want to optimize opportunities for artists as well. Very cool. And Caitlin, can you talk about um, your position within the art museum and what projects you run? Sure. So I'm Caitlin Evans, and um, I'm the manager of public engagement, which is kind of threefold. So a main focus is, of course, like on-site programming. Mm -hmm. Another focus is off-site engagement, which is showing up to community events and participating. And then another arm is like just um, activating the space. So one of those projects that I run is Art Library, which is the focus here today. Um, It's a partnership with the Akron Summit County Public Library, specifically the main branch, but we have a couple (laughs) other branches. Um, And this project developed five years ago, so it's the five-year anniversary. And um, basically the goal of this project was to have an opportunity for locals in Akron with a library card to check out artwork as they would a book, kind of giving them that open opportunity to have art in their home that they might not have in their own possession. So both of these projects, and the art museum has a free day on, is it? Every Thursday. Every Thursday? Yeah. Like a lot of these projects are, to me, like really bringing free art like to anyone, like really making accessibility a huge issue. When you're pursuing that type of project, like what are your, your thoughts on how to accomplish that kind of thing? And what, what motivates that kind of goal with something like art? So uh, to speak for myself and the museum, I think uh, what's really nice about the art library program, it's so democratic. It's like printmaking where um, you can make a lot of prints and share it with everybody. So in this vein, this art is on loan through the library and so anybody can check it out have it for four weeks and then return it and somebody else gets to use it and put it in their homes so i think it's uh, nice in that democratic nature that it's accessible to everybody Um, there's no payment of course unless you destroy the artwork or something we'll talk about it but um, (laughs) it's a free method of just getting high quality works in your home and what's nice too it supports the local arts ecosystem which Museums aren't really seen as accessible places because you buy a lot of high art and it usually doesn't impact the local economy. But something like this is helping the local economy, getting the word out about these artists that just live in your neck of the woods and then you get to have them in your home and share it with other people. So the artists are locals? Yeah, um, some of them are out of state, um, but most of the artwork I try to look regionally or just within Ohio boundary. Um, But yeah, I mean, the works that we're bringing in this next round have somebody, like a couple of people that went to University of Akron, some people that went to, like the one artist, Sharice Harris, um, owns a local maintenance shop with her family. So all of these folks are hyper-local, she's Kenmore, but then we also have people from out of state, 
even some that might now live internationally. So it's a nice mix, but generally local. Cool. Yeah, and what, what makes that public aspect important to Curated Storefront? So we have activated over 30 buildings in downtown Akron and have worked with or exhibited over 150 artists over the last couple of years. So that is changing the landscape of downtown Akron in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So Akron is a post-industrial city that is really in its prime for figuring out what's next in its entire conversation. And so I feel that Curated Storefront has this opportunity to help create culture and create new conversations about what's happening in this city with the intent of making it more of an attraction for people to come from different regions like Pittsburgh or Cleveland or Chicago um, and the likes to navigate to this area because of the vibrant art scene. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm sure you know, you know, arts arts usually started off and it's usually an indicator of how well your city is doing mm-hmm. if it is open to the arts and, and um, with open-mindedness in general. And so I feel that well, the city of Akron and the county have been very open and welcoming to this concept and also the building owners and downtown stakeholders. Now that we have proof of concept that we've done a couple storefronts over time, people are like, oh yeah, we've seen, we've seen what you've done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Also, we're dark uh, in Ohio region about six months of the year. Mm -hmm. And so one major thing that we noticed was when downtown is dark, your city looks really dark and sad. Mm -hmm. But whenever it's lit up and there's activations happening, it makes it more vibrant and it feels more vibrant. And so by us activating those spaces 24-7 for public art, people are able to drive downtown at 2 in the morning and still see artwork, whereas we don't have hours to get in and... um, they don't have that barrier of entry, right? And I was going to ask, is there a map currently on your guys' website of which locations are currently having an installation? Absolutely, absolutely. So you can navigate to the Art tab and then pull down the very first button you can click. says, like, Akron's Museum on Main Street. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that first button you can click for the Google map. But you can see photographs and art names, like the artist names and um where the locations are around town. So we say it's a walking map, and yes, you can walk it, but it, it does kind of span a, a couple-mile distance <laughs> where we are. So there's about 25 exhibits that are active right now that anybody can see at any time of the day. That's amazing. And, um, it's a lot. So it's like yeah. a 24-7 <laughs> art gallery available downtown. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, with the, like, art library, you can have art in your house, you know, trade it out every four weeks for a new piece. Somebody told me once, oh, you know, the number of books in a home can directly correspond with the educational and like financial attainment of like a child when they're raised in a home with like a certain amount of books. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you all had any information about arts exposures with regard to like studies on sort of how that can impact someone's uh, life. Um, I have a background in art ed- education mm-hmm. and I just remember doing like um, studying the early brain development and just how important is those visuals like mm-hmm. how an eighth month old can only see black white and red for the most part and so mm-hmm. those are high contrast colors um, but then al- also including like patterns and repetition are really important to like kind of stimulate the brain in that way mm-hmm. you know we were taught in education art education how important it is just to get that your brain to just kind of think more abstractly and of course kids can't process abstract things until they're a little bit older, but to start to get onto those methods of um, visual literacy as well as like written, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, just those concepts are really important to kind of, um, yeah, just get that baby brain going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
just this past week I had a patron call and they were like, hey, do you have a program in which um, we can take art home? Um, but he was like, I'm looking for a conversation piece, you know, something that we can talk about at home when we like connect together, come together and kind of talk about it around the dinner table. I think it's also an interesting use to like anchor the family together and like have that kind of connection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I love about those works, there's such a, I don't know, visual story with all of them. Um, some are really fun and engaging. Like I love the Natalie Linnaeus. It's the um, the collage one with the very colorful background with the skiers on it. Um, that's a personal favorite of mine because it's just so energetic and fun. But then you have some other pieces like the one of um, Wesley from Akron Honey um, taken by Shane Wynn that's mm-hmm. like beautiful in its own way but just if you didn't know the story of Wesley and an Akron you would have a lot of just opportunities to guess and assume and I mean regardless of what artists think like at this end of the day like it's your own um, interpretation that makes it what it is for you so having all those pieces to kind of pill through and pick to what you want to have in your home for the month or in your office space or in the school that you're working at, I think is a nice opportunity to kind of change the pace in that setting, the environment, um, but also, yeah, create that dialogue. And that's so cool to hear that story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And actually, I didn't even think about it. I should put one in my office space, my like little cubicle. Yeah. (laughs) That is an interesting use of it as well. I like that. What I like too about the program, because you just brought up um, that it is a little bit more passive mm-hmm. of a thing that you do. Uh, that's what I like about it for the museum because it's decentralizing the museum as a place to go and see work and you can go to your local library, mm-hmm. pick up the artwork, take it home, and it's like you all are doing all the legwork on it. Like we picked artworks and helped maintain it, but really the library is the one doing the boots on the ground labor here, which is cool. Yeah, the like changing nature of space, whether it's, decentralizing the museum or, you know, uh, utilizing like a library to take something home or, you know, installing in these what used to be commercial storefronts um, and in some ways still are. I'm curious, Courtney, how, how long has Curated Storefront been uh, active? Six going on seven years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's through, <laughs> time, time really like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's through the Main Street project, which sort of... Um, impacted downtown for a number of years. And then like the huge uh, business office changes in downtown Akron um, that are going on now. Yeah, dramatic pivot. Yeah, since the pandemic thing, the Bowery project also, a lot more people are living downtown with more plans for conversions coming soon. Um, Has your idea of even like what you're doing changed? Because I believe I've heard Cure to Storefront mention, oh, some of these spaces have since become rented. And, you know, that's a success that now somebody's moving a business in. Um, Has there been thought to like, you know what, actually, like this, probably nobody will ever put a store here, but it is a great gallery. And like Mm -hmm. now it's a new use for this space. Has it changed? Has the project changed the way you're even looking at how we use downtown and how we use some of these um, street level spaces. I know you're not just street level, but we can get to mm-hmm. that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been really fun actually to visualize opportunities, knowing that, I mean, there's a huge dome out in Vegas that mm-hmm. is now this huge LED screen, mm-hmm. right? That, yeah. holy smoke, doesn't that sound like fun, you know? <laughs> and so as curated storefront grows and is moving towards our future, we're starting to go digital also. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to figure out, you know, what spaces, what's the infrastructure of some of these spaces and how does it how does it make sense to to make that space look great and what artwork goes on that? 
Um, but there is a paradigm shift that's happening, and it's not just in Akron. This w- there was actually just a New York Times article that came out a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that was focusing on Washington D.C. and San Francisco's vacant spaces, mm-hmm. and we're like, Akron, <laughs> what's up? Come on, New York Times, you know. And so um, this isn't just happening in our region, but I mean, we are this Rust Belt Legacy Belt region mm-hmm. where we've not just Akron, but you know, Chicago, Detroit, all the way to Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. more has this post-industrial vibe where the, we've got humongous spaces mm-hmm. that are in need of infrastructure and revitalization. And there's big projects that are happening where they want more people to live downtowns. And so if we started out with storefronts, we've grown to shipping containers at a, it used to be a parking lot. It's called Outside the Box down at the north side. They can be activated by artists or businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've just created a large scale mural on a building facade last year. And so that's on um, the Gothic building. So that's a whole nother landscape mm-hmm. of a mural in downtown Akron. And then we've got the storefronts, of course. But then a couple years ago, I started paying attention to other spaces that in the urban development conversations, you know, we don't want to we don't want to jump on right away. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, the space is available. Someone's moving out. Oh, hey, that's great for us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's an opportunity. You know, <laughs> yeah. But then I started paying attention. I was like, hey, boss, you know, uh, I see this skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, are we allowed to go up? You know. And it took about six months in conversation and kind of yeah. That was one of our biggest projects to date was going into an, an old hotel. Uh, the former Akron City Center Hotel. And so we're on the 19th floor of this old hotel that's currently not being activated by people. Mm-hmm. And it's in conversation of, hey, what's next with this building, which is incredible. Absolutely. It's got a helipad. You know? yeah. I mean, it used to be super ritzy. I'm and looking for a place to put my helicopter. A, yeah, someone can make an amazing swimming pool upstairs. You know, like Ooh. the infrastructure is there, you know. There's 20,000 LEDs inside this, I'll call skyscraper of Akron, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that are lit 24-7. But you can really see it in the winter. And mm-hmm. then... Mm-hmm. Um, in the darker hours of the day also. And so that's kind of changing. And so what's next? Well, I don't know. we got a couple building spaces, but are we ready for it? I mean, there's a lot of, like, collaboration mm-hmm. and, like, removing ourselves from our traditional spaces or roles or things like that. Um, still leaning into expertise. Like, whether it's, you know, the art museum curating art to check out to the library. We current, the library, main library, currently has a security storefront display as of just a couple weeks ago, I think it was installed. Sure. Yeah, beginning of the last month. Yeah, um, a month ago, I guess now. It feels like a coming together of different institutions to create a vision of, of downtown specifically, maybe Akron as a whole. And so what's happening now, building owners and are now more interested than ever than to activate some of those spaces because there is a shift that's happening from the work-from-home mentality and, mm-hmm. and um, businesses that are changing their operations in our city and so there's that larger conversation that's happening and like where is it going to fall you Mm -hmm. know and then there's also some revitalization happening i mean main street is done and looking amazing you know Mm -hmm. they're eco-friendly it's got rain gardens there's a lot of new puppies that are traveling Mm -hmm. into downtown Mm -hmm. to live here because now there's residents that are happening and so i think the next push is let's get more retail and restaurants downtown Mm -hmm. 
there's parking absolutely everywhere, yes. right? And then you can bus in, you can bike in, you know, there's bike lanes and all that kind of stuff. And so navigating the city is not difficult. Mm-hmm. You just need to come and try it out for yourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the Ohio and Erie Canalway towpath that mm-hmm. also runs through, which is a hike and bike trail mm-hmm. that runs from Cleveland to Canton and more, you mm-hmm. know? And so there's all these threads that are coming into downtown Akron. And then there's going to be a new space in the center of town that is lock three garden like lock three park is being revitalized Mm -hmm. and so that's like the cultural entertainment hub Mm -hmm. of downtown that has been the artwork and the the musicians have been curated by the civic theater Mm -hmm. civic theater and so that's going to be a whole new space for people to meet it's not your home it's not your work it's a third place Mm -hmm. you know and so i feel that people are starting to get hip to hey let's create some more of these third spaces Mm -hmm. for the public to convene and mm-hmm. anyone to convene, you know? And so I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing a lot of that. Yeah. And you all developed that at the the museum too with the, the sculpture garden that's been open for six uh, or seven years yeah, or something? Yeah, 2016, like I think it opened. Okay. Um, and that is part of my role too, is to create the museum as a third space. So you're going to hear that word everywhere. Free Wi-Fi. Um, Wi-Fi yeah. is available. Wi-Fi without needing a password. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I, and to just speak of partnerships, um, it's always so great to work with another organization that is just as hyped to mm-hmm. do the same work. And it feels really invigor- invigorating than doing it alone, where you can sure. kind of be in your own bubble. And so that idea of community, both like behind the scenes on the project and then the goal of creating more community after the project is done. And it's, I love seeing the dogs around downtown. <laughs> <It's> nice. <laughs> um, just got it confirmed that we can have dogs <laughs> in the museum's garden, so bring your pets over. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good yeah. I think they were a little hesitant the first couple of years, but it's good now. Oh, also good to know because I sometimes will sit out on the grass and have my lunch, so I should like check my hands. Yeah, for you too. I'm trying to get you tables so you don't have to sit like, on the random parts. <laughs> That's part of my goal is to get some good furniture out there. But it's such a nice space because it's like it. You still, I don't know, it's one of those, like, it feels like it's not downtown. Yeah. Um, we have we met a co- another co-worker who was out there and just, like, enjoying the sun. It's such a nice, yeah. um, like, downtown, but, like, a natural space. Mm-hmm. I say it was the first project that I had seen in my tenure here in 15 years where somebody took down a parking lot and built a park. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just raised for a gravel space, you yeah. know? And I was yeah. like, commendable. Yeah. This is so great. This yeah. is so great. Thanks so much for both of you for joining us yeah. today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is fantastic. It's an honor to be uh, with you on the podcast. <laughs> Same to you, Courtney. Thanks. <laughs> to view the artwork on display from Curated Storefront, just walk down Main Street. Or visit curatedstorefront.org for a full list to make sure you catch all the installations. The Akron Art Library celebrates its fifth anniversary here at the Main Library on Thursday, October 26th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Come meet artists and check out a new piece of art with your library card. Akron Mirror is a podcast from the Akron Summit County Public Library. If you have any other questions for reference librarians like Riz and I, give us a call at 330-643-9000. Our music is provided by Mi Amigo, and we look forward to talking at you soon. Bye.